I'll be back in time for the... What's that, Jim? What'd you say? If the chief wants me... You'll you... have to close the door, Jim. I can't hear you. I'm sorry, Jim. Now, what were you saying? Well, if Mr. White wants me, will you please tell him I'll be back in time for the deadline? Why? Isn't the chief in his office, Jim? Well, yeah, but I'm just going out on a story. Well, if you are, doesn't the chief know it? Well, frankly, frankly, he doesn't. You see, it's not, well, it's not exactly an assignment. Mm-hmm, I see. What is it, then? Well, it's a story. At least I think there's a story in it. I thought it up for myself. Is it a good one, Might Jim? even be a peach. Then why don't you tell Mr. White about it and get him to assign it to you? Why all the mystery? Well, in the first place, he may not agree with me. And in the second place? In the second place, if he does, which I don't think he will, he'll probably give it to Mr. Kent or you. And you want it for yourself, huh, Jim? Well, wouldn't care to tell me about it, would you? Okay, looks like I got to. It's something I saw in the noon edition. It says... Oh, wait, I'll read it to you. You got a copy? Yeah, right here. Oh, thanks. It's here in the personals. A very interesting ad. Now, let's see. Oh, here it is. Wanted. A young man to assist in a scientific experiment. Must be intelligent, trustworthy, and absolutely fearless. The pay is small, but the opportunity for adventure is unlimited. Apply to Professor Joshua Fields, Highland Road. That's it. What do you think? Oh, I think it's either silly or dangerous or both. Well, I think it's got the earmarks of a good story, and I'm going. Now, will you tell the chief I'll be back in time for deadline? Will you please, Miss Lane? He won't like it, Jim. Oh, I'm sure of that. So long. Oh, well. Now, where was I? Let me see. Yes, an announcement from the district attorney that the crime rate is similar to last year. But that further improvement and... Lois, Lois, where's Jim? Have uh, you seen Jim Olson? Uh, yes, Chief, I have. Uh, did you say yes, Lois? Yes, I did. He was in here just a minute. Oh, he was, was he? Well, where'd he go? He asked me to tell you that he'd be back before deadline. What? He'll be back at the office before deadline. He told you to tell me that? Oh, yes, Chief. Who does that young scamp think he is? Well, uh, did he say where he was going? Now, uh, where'd he go, Lois? Uh, do you know? Well, you see, I... uh, Speak up, Lois, speak up. Do you or don't you know? As a matter of fact, I do, Chief. He's got himself a story. He thought it up all by himself. Great, Cecil, who's running this paper? But don't uh, yell at me, Chief. I'm only telling you what he told me to tell you. Here, it's oh. in the last edition. The page is still turned to it. It's That's in the personals column. Yeah. It's an ad about a fearless yeah, young man. Have you got it? Something about a scientific adventure or something? Have you got it? With a professor? I told him I thought it was foolish. Might be a story in it at that. Uh, you really think so, Chief? Uh, if there is, he has no right going off on his own. This is the last straw. He, he, he's fired. Meanwhile, Jim Olson, pursuing his story, draws close to the suburban address of Highland Road given in the advertisement. A hill stretches before him. At its top, far from any neighbor, stands a massive, lonely house with ancient trees that hold its walls in shadow. Tall hedges surround it, from the iron gate that bars unwelcome entrance to a huge stone tower at the rear. Inside that tower is an enormous circular chamber whose barren walls arch high overhead to form a dome like the inside of half a sphere. In the center of its stone floor, shrouded with canvas, is a mighty machine, the creation of Professor Joshua Fields. Its form is hidden, though it reaches almost to the vaulted ceiling. And at floor level, a canvas flap turned aside reveals an open black metal door into the machine itself. There are lights inside, and a man, a tall, thin man with iron-gray hair and eyes sunken in a bony face. Dark eyes that dance as his slender fingers play with a panel of switches and levers. Suddenly, a heavy door opens into the domed chamber, and a second man, small and very slight, walks quickly over to the machine. 
His little wizened face seems drawn with anger as he calls. Hey, Professor. Professor Fields. Yes? Who is it? It's me, Maxie. Shut this crazy thing off, will you? Oh, so you've come back, Maxie. Yeah, and I'll give you one guess why. Come on out. Yes, well, make it fast, Maxie. I've got to finish checking everything. I don't care what you do after I get out of here, but first I want what's coming to me. Maxie, I've tried to explain. I haven't the money to... Oh, no? Listen, Professor, I seen you read today's paper. You've got money to hire somebody new. How come you can't pay me? Now, Maxie, when you volunteered to be my assistant... I thought it was a real job. And after what happened yesterday... Purely an accident. And what happened three days ago? You almost blew up the joint. Flames shooting out all over like a furnace. I thought I'd never come out alive. But you did, you see. Yeah, and I mean to stay like that. The next guy in this job can look out for himself. I'm getting out for good, but not without my money. Maxie, I've told you this before. I had only a certain sum...